You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. What's going on, folks? This is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. Today's show is a continuation of the conversation between Traffic and Funnel's COO, Tommy, and Director of Client Success, Alex. Within this episode, Tommy and Alex discuss profitability, keeping labor costs in balance, and maximizing efficiency. Join our podcast subscriber community today by visiting trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe to get a free gift from us and also to get access to special deals on our next level paid products. All right, let's get to the show. If you're in a situation where you are too heavy staffed and profitability is very low, what would you or where would you look first to clean up for better profitability? Yeah, so, you know, I look at labor, a a company that is a a successful and and strong and well-performing company is going to say 30 to 35 percent costs are are good. That's a solid labor cost Uh, for traffic and funnels. That's terrible. We want to be at 20 or 25%. You know, it's very important that our costs are very, very low with labor. So it allows us to scale. Um, But when we're in a position where our revenue is not supporting our labor costs, you know, I would back up and say, well, why, why are we paying for more people than we need right now? You know, the, the way that we look at this is, is what are, what are the sales looking like right now? What is our income? What can we afford? And then from there, again, about a quarter of that, we, we carve out and we say, hey, here's what we can pay in, in labor costs. And from there, we make that work. Um, but, you know, if you're a younger company and you're starting up and you're at 40% or, or whatever, it's understandable that you may have higher costs there. But the point is that you, you don't want to put yourself in a position where in the long run, you're, you're paying more money uh, over time because that sets a very dangerous precedent that says that you have very low margins and you're not able to control costs. That is definitely an issue. Now, specifically as it relates to your question, you know, naturally I would look to non-revenue producing functions. What is essential? You know, we have to pay for our ads. We have to pay for our marketing team so we can go out and get clients and have the opportunity to sell our, uh, our, our backend products. Uh, that is absolutely crucial. So, so, in sales, of course, a sales specialist and advisors, we need, need, need those functions just simply to survive. If we do not have sales, we do not need an ops team. We don't need a finance team. We have nothing without sales. And uh, again, sales and marketing go hand in hand. So that would be where I would start. I would look at support. I would look at operations. You know, who, who is not maxed out right now that maybe they don't have enough to do and maybe the revenue doesn't support their function. Um, but I would also look at the owner draws. You know, what are you paying yourself right now? Um, as much as I hate to say, you know, you're, you're needing to, to not pay yourself or, or pay yourself as much as you'd like. You know, it depends on the stages of where you're at uh, within the company. You know, Taylor and Chris were, uh, you know, have had months in the past where they, they weren't making as much as they wanted to make. But, you know, they, they invested in the future because they knew that in short time things would correct. And again, now they're in the position where they're enjoying very, very healthily. Uh, healthy monthly payments as owners. But again, they've earned that and they've put the time in there and they've invested in that. Um, so that would be where I would start. I would look at non-producing uh, functions in, in operations, in finance or in client engagement. I would look at what can I simplify and automate? You know, some things that we spend time on could potentially be automated. And, and if you're able to do that, well, that, that cuts your overhead down 
extensively. Hell, look at Amazon. I mean, they've got uh, drones and robots and all kinds of crazy things out there to help them with their labor costs. And ultimately, that means clients are served uh, and they have a better experience, which means, again, revenue increases. So, so they go hand in hand. But that would be where I would start in, in those probably two or three areas. And, uh, and hopefully, again, it, it's not something that's long term. Hopefully you're investing in the right people and you're, you're in a position where this will be a short term issue. Um, but, but before I even get in that position, don't let yourself get to that position. Don't, don't ever be at 50% labor costs, 60% labor. That just should never happen. You know, if your, your revenue is a is million dollars a month, you know, you shouldn't be spending five or 600 on labor costs. That's absolutely absurd. It should never be that high. And same thing on the other end, if you're doing about $100,000 a month, well, again, look, look at where you're at and, and figure out what you could afford right now before you're in a position where, you know, you're overspending. Um, you know, some folks I've met with too, uh, they had a 25% commission plan for their sales team. I said, that is far, far too much. You know, you, you don't need to pay out that much money. People are happy at 10% uh, with revenue bonuses at, each month. Um, you know, don't, don't feel like you need to overpay. And that, that's something else to think about too. Because again, that's a very good question. You know, where do we cut? How much are you paying for your salaries? You know, we, we've found that contracting several people or say three people to do part-time uh, coaching versus paying one full-time employee, we're getting, again, three, four times the hours and it's costing us half as much. So I would definitely weigh how much am I paying everybody and how much time I'm, am I getting for those resources. And I would be very, very careful before you have a team of part-time coaches uh, and part-time contractors, <clears throat> because that can very quickly add up. And the throughput of what you're getting on the back end, it doesn't necessarily align with what, what should be appropriate. Um, so definitely something to think about there. And I hope I answered the question there. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in just a moment. We wanted to give you a quick opportunity to learn about some fabulous ways to get additional value from the TNF show. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt like you work, 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 work? You're constantly chasing something, but you wake up one day and you feel like you've done all of this effort and you haven't really gotten a good return out of it, but you can't give up because you've put in all of this effort. And so you get stuck inside of this hamster wheel that the entrepreneur gets stuck into. One of the things that I learned pretty early on was that you can run really, really fast. You can be a really hard worker. You can be not lazy, not cheap, but you can be running in the wrong direction and where is it gonna take you? Not only do you have to have the mentorship, but you have to know what not to do. We have this cool training that is actually going to teach you the things that you should avoid in your business and how to replace them with the things that actually will work to get you more clients, better clients, happier clients, more money, a lot of times people think business is about service, but no, business is about generating profit. If you can create service, but you can't generate profit, you go bankrupt. But how do you do both at the same time? How do I say, I love who I'm serving, the clients that I have are getting great results, and I'm making a lot of money doing it. I'll teach you all of those things in this training. It's free, and maybe one day, you'll be able to uh, have a team of your own, and an office of your own, and maybe even have some nice cars. We'll see. Visit trafficandfunnels.com slash holygrail. That's trafficandfunnels.com slash holy grail. Yo, what's up, crew? Taylor Welch here. And if you're a fan of this show and you want to get a little bit deeper 
in your commitment to your business and your growth and your revenue. Head over to trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you're going to get a free gift from us just to help you grow your business. And it's our way of saying thank you for joining the family. Our exclusive offers and deals usually show up to this subscriber community as well. So you'll get first dibs access on anything new, anything exciting. And most of the time, that means profitability for you. Visit trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe. I'll see you on the inside, my friends. Says we have been looking at restructuring the team to increase capacity by better aligning structure with skill set. Our biggest challenge has been getting uh, the right systems and processes in place. Uh, what is the right balance to not weigh down with heavy processes, uh, but ensuring we are addressing efficiency and we are running efficiently? So, great question. Analysis paralysis, you know, is a very real thing. If you're spending, you know, even one thing I'm thinking about now as I'm talking about this, I am going to implement a, a rule here that we're going to have a specific day or a specific part of a day or days that we are not going to have meetings because there's nothing worse than getting to the end of the day. And, you know, you had nine meetings, your, your inbox is piled up, you know, your to-do list went from four to 14 by the end of the day, you didn't get anything done. It, it is a very real thing. And companies struggle with this because they say, oh, you know, let, let's meet, let's go and talk about it. And we're going to go here and talk about it and this and that. But like, sometimes you need time to get the work done, right? Uh, I, there was a joke on a TV show. Uh, somebody ate like a plate full of artichokes. And they were like, I just ate 20 of these. I'm soaking wet and I feel like I ate nothing. It's uh, similar to the meeting world. It's like, I had 20 meetings. I got nothing done. And I'm like so stressed out. Um, so something to think about there, try not to hold too many meetings, let your people do their jobs and you, you do your job too. Uh, so things don't pile up. Um, but as far as balancing the, the, you know, the review aspect, the efficiency aspect with not going too far that way, um, I would think about what can I automate? What can we make that we don't even have to think about it? Whether it is tracking of our commissions on the payroll side uh, paying payroll, you know, are you doing that yourself? Are you, are you sending that to a CPA each week? Are you paying ADP? Are you using a, a Gusto tool or a software program? If that is not a couple of clicks of a button, you're spending too much time on it, right? Um, I would think about that within each area. So not just sales, not just marketing, but payroll, finance, you know, operations. Um, what can I automate and make it go away that I don't even have to think about it? I would start there. If you could pick off one or two things within each team, that's a very, very good place to start, right? Now you look at, okay, here is the, the next set of things I'm working on, right? I can't automate it. I already know that. Um, now I've got uh, somebody that I'm paying to do this job, and I think it should take them half the time it's taking them. So now it's like, well, what are we doing? You know, when I actually go in and look at what somebody's doing, I've found oftentimes that Multiple employees are running the same report, but maybe employee A needs rows one through 10 and employee B needs rows 20 through 30, but they're both going out at different times to go and get that information. Now they can now take it, scrub it, pull what they need, and then they put that into their set of tasks that they're doing. Well, backing up a couple steps, I'm going to say, well, well, both of you are going out to get these things. Why don't we automate this data and have it automatically be sent out to the company so that way nobody's having to go out and get it? 
So now we just saved two people from having to go at two separate times to go and get the same data that each of them need parts of. So that is a, a again, a very generic example, but if you're able to apply that to your specific practice, it will be mind blowing when you realize how much time is wasted in a normal day to day with yourself included. I find this with my own self that I'm, you know, halfway through a day and I'm like, you know what? I am not, I'm not getting enough done. I'm going to decline the next meeting that gets asked of me. I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to get some stuff done, or I'm going to think I'm going to, you know, map out my uh, Q3 and four of 2021's financials. I want to see what this is going to look like. I want to brainstorm and I've got to do something that works for me. Um, so that is again, a, a very generic couple of examples of, of how and where I would start. Um, but if you're spending more time meeting than you are doing, you're spending too much time on analysis, plain and simple. Um, either cut the meetings back, cut the frequency down, or pull yourself out and let somebody else run with it. You know, because you don't necessarily need a team full of people when maybe only a couple of people needed to meet. Well, you just saved, you know, three people 30 minutes by not having them join that meeting. So, so that's a simple way to measure it. Um, are you meeting more than, than you're actually able to work in a week? That's a problem. Um, and are you automating as much as you possibly can in every business, every unit, every division that you have? And the answer is there's no chance. Even with TNF, we are not. We are very efficient. We are very, very, uh, we've done a fantastic job, but I know we have room for improvement in every one of our teams. I, I know for a fact there is. So there, you're never going to be in a spot where you're perfect and nothing can be improved upon. Um, so those are the two things that I would start with. What can I automate and simplify as much as physically possible in every team? And then am I meeting more than I, I should be? You should be working four or five hours to every one that you're meeting. Uh, you know, in a, a day and a week. That would be my my personal opinion. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.